Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. holy the law of god is is holy what does that mean what it means is it's utterly unique that's what it means it's unlike anything else it's absolutely complete and perfect the law is holy and the commandment holy and just and good have you ever thought of the lord's law as burdensome Something that weighs down on you and restricts your freedom? In today's message, Pastor Robert talks about how the Lord's law isn't meant to restrict us, but to lead and guide us to what is right and just. He is perfect, so the Lord's law is also perfect. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans, chapter 8, as he continues his message, Spiritual Leadership. Romans, chapter 7, verse 7, as we continue, what shall we say then? Is the law sin? Certainly not. Certainly not. On the contrary, the Bible says, I would not have known sin except through the law. For I would not have known covetousness unless the law had said, you shall not covet. What is he saying? What he's saying is he would not have recognized that that's evil. You realize it's evil to want somebody else's stuff? You're rich and I'm not, so you should give me some of what you have. No, no, no. The Bible says that's that's foolish. It's sin. But the Apostle Paul says, I wouldn't have realized that what I was doing is wrong, except for the fact that the law said, hey, dude, that's wrong. It's wrong. I had a kid in my small group going back now 35 years ago whose father was a heroin dealer. And taught him that he was an idiot to ever pay for anything that would fit in his pocket. He said, why would you pay for toothpaste? He said, well, just distract and steal. And he said, I was taught to live that way growing up. Listen, so many people, maybe you were. I mean, I've taught, depending on where you were raised, depending on... The circumstances of the country, the culture in which you endured childhood, that may have been what you were taught because it's the only way you were going to survive. But the Bible says it's sin. 
The Bible, it's, it's interesting to me that the Bible says, you know, nobody condemns a thief for stealing bread when he's hungry, but he still has to pay back sevenfold what he stole. I mean, it's still sin. It's still wrong. It's still wrong. It may be understandable, but it's still wrong. And the Bible says, I wouldn't have realized it, but, but the law confronted it. Verse 8, but sin taking opportunity by the commandment produced in me all manner of evil desire. Now, that one gets misread sometimes. It's not the law producing the evil desire. Sin produces the evil desire, but it uses the law as an instrument in bringing it about, which is kind of fascinating in a way, right? Sin taking opportunity by the commandment produced in me all manner of evil desire because apart from the law, sin was dead. I was alive once without the law, but when the the commandment came, sin revived and I died. And the commandment, which was to bring life, I found to bring death. Because sin taking occasion by the commandment deceived me and by it, killed me. Therefore, the law is holy and the commandment holy, just, and good. Now, listen, let me just acknowledge something here. This is one of those chapters. Several Bible scholars, even the apostle Peter, are quick to point out that Paul's logic can sometimes be a little bit convoluted. And his writing can be enigmatic. It's like, what what did he, what was that? What's he talking about? The bottom line is clearly stated for us in verse 12, okay? So let's just focus on verse 12. The law is holy. The law of God is is holy. What does that mean? What it means is it's utterly unique. That's what it means. It's unlike anything else. It's absolutely complete and perfect. The law is holy, and the commandment, holy and just and good. So point number two, the problem is not the law. The problem is you and me. The problem is us. We're the ones who are messed up. The law is absolutely perfect, and therefore it confronts our imperfection. Just like the Apostle Paul said, I would not have known that this is actually sin, except for the fact that I, I, the law says that's sin. And all of a sudden I realized, oh my goodness, I'm horrible. You know, one of the first things I had to come to grips with as a new Christian in my 20s was just how disgusting a human being I was. There's a a guy that's been part of the church for more than 20 years, but the first time I said publicly that there's no depth of degradation to which I will not sink apart from the grace of God. He got all freaked out. He's like, and this, is, this guy's my pastor? And he's talking about how disgusting he is? Yes, that's the point. We all are. We're vile creatures apart from the grace of God. The problem is not the law. The law is perfect. The law is designed and intended to confront the fact that you're a mess. You need God. You need God. His standard is perfect. It's beautiful and it's uncompromising. 
He's not going to adjust to you. That would be so incredibly unloving. Think about that. I mean, just think about how unloving it would be for God to compromise perfection. And, and, and now, if he, if he just, let's just argue it for a second. If he decided to do that, who is he going to go by? You? He's going to adjust to you. What about the rest of us? What if God decided he's going to adjust everything to Vladimir Putin? Are you cool with that? I'm not cool with that. Let me tell you something else. If he decided to adjust everything to me, you would all have a problem. You would, trust me, because I ain't all that. I'm messed up, but I know I'm messed up, and so I cry out for mercy, and that's the point. That's what he wants us to do. The law of God is perfect, and it motivates us to come to him and cry out for mercy and for instruction. You, you see, I can finally begin to learn and grow and change when I come to terms with this fundamental truth that God's law is right, it's good, it's holy, it's just. I'm the one who needs to change. Now I can begin to change. Now, now I can begin to cry out to him and allow him to work in me. Because he also tells me I can't, I can't do it without him. If I, listen, if you could do it without him, Jesus didn't have to come. Now we can't do it without him. Psalm 19.7 says the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. You know, one of the most encouraging things to me from the scriptures is the Bible tells us that when everything is said and done after judgment day, when everything's finished, right, and there's no more sin, there's no more pain, there's no more sorrow, no more crying, no more death. All of that's gone. All of it's over. We have a perfect new creation given to us by God that we're all going to be singing and crying out in gratitude that the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for how the Bible applies to your everyday life. If you love today's teaching and would like to listen to more like this one from the Book of Romans, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. While you're there, you can also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. Would you be interested in joining us this weekend for worship and Bible study? If so, come visit us at Calvary, Miami Beach. Or you can join us online through our live stream. Find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary, Miami Beach 
under the About tab at MainThingRadio.com. Our time with you today is about up, but we're so grateful that you're part of our listening audience. Please join us again as we take another look at the Book of Romans right here on Main Thing Radio.